Hello, witchy friends. Good morning. I am recording as I drive to work today. It's a Monday. And I just wanted to pop on. I was originally going to do an episode over week this last week with Imbolc and over the weekend um, about Bridget and the goddess associated with Imbolc. And as I was doing some more research for that, I started having some thoughts about deity work in general and how we relate to that in our practice, how I relate to that. And I wanted to hop on and talk a little bit about that before I jumped into talking about any specific deities. Um, But before that, I just want to talk about what is witchy on the mountain and a few things right now. So I had our Imbolc celebration. Um, In my last episode, I talked about having joined a virtual community that celebrates the wheel of the year together as part of growing my practice and really kind of putting my life in tune with that rhythm. And so this group is led by a local woman. She works as an herbalist and as a teacher. She follows the Celtic tradition, uh, which is something I'm very interested in learning. So I'm really excited to work with her over the next year and learn from this group of people following this path. So we met for Imbolc virtually And the first part of the program was a teaching. She talked about the traditions of Imbolc in Ireland and a lot about Bridget and how she's celebrated and her history as both a goddess of the Celtic tradition and then as a a woman of history in the Catholic tradition as St. Bridget. So that was some interesting learning. And then the second part of the program was a group ritual which involved calling in the quarters, um, lighting candles, setting intentions, and really basically setting our, our seeds for the next year. So we are sowing the seeds of what we want to bring about through this season. And then also we made collectively made Bridget's crosses and we used whatever supplies we had available to us. Traditionally, they are made with reeds, which are common in Ireland. Um, this group of people comes from all over the world. We're all in different areas and have different supplies. So I made mine. I made one out of a tall, dry grass I found out in our yard. And then one from leaves from my spider plant that sheds its leaves all the time. So I have two Bridget's crosses. One is on my altar for the season and one is above our door and that will stay there for the rest of the year and next year at Imbolc that'll come down, we'll burn it in a fire and put up a new one. So that was a really fun experience and it's the first time I've really practiced in any sort of community setting. I've always, I mean, even from 25 plus years ago when I first began a practice, um, practiced as a solitary practitioner and then kind of drifted away from my practice for years and came back to it again as a solitary practitioner. So this was a really cool experience to have like-minded people that you could just talk to and that could relate and understood like what we were doing, understood in bulk and the season and not having to explain everything um, and celebrate together. And everyone coming from different backgrounds and having different experiences and understandings was really cool. So that was really fun and I'm really looking forward to continuing the rest of the wheel of the year season and learning with this group. Um, And in between the the woman like leading it gives us journaling prompts and different activities and check-ins to lead us through each season to the next. So I'm very excited for that and looking forward to what I can learn this year and deepen my practice. 
The second thing that is witchy on the mountain is that I was able to start some of my seeds for my garden. It might be a little bit early, but I got excited. Um, it definitely felt like spring a little bit this past week. The breeze was a little bit warmer, even though there's still snow on the ground. And I live in the mountains in Colorado, so we will get more snow before the season is over. Um, but I can feel the stirrings of spring and I'm always optimistic about my garden every year. So I started pepper seeds and a few culinary herbs. This year, I really am going to cut back on the vegetables a little bit, I think, and focus more on planting a medicinal herb garden. So I did my seed inventory. I have a lot of seeds, probably more than I have space for for plants. Um, one of my goals, and again, I'm probably overly ambitious, is to put some more raised beds in. Right now I have two big raised beds, U-shape raised beds that my husband built for me. Our yard is kind of funny. We live in the mountains and so our property, although we have an acre and a half, is steep and rocky and there's not a ton of great space for gardening. So I'm really trying to figure out how to work with the land that I have and what I can do to get some more garden space. Um, I have big ambitions of putting in sort of like multi-level raised beds going down the front part of our yard, which is sort of on a slope and building a little path through there, but that might not happen for a while. So in the meantime, I will use the two raised beds I have. I have a little flat area blocked off that I think I'm going to try to grow just some on the ground vegetables, pile up some bags of garden soil maybe try to put a little border around it but just have a little basic garden down there for some of the spreading vegetables that are like squash things that take more room um, and then I will probably do a lot of the herbs in containers this year just to see what grows how it grows if it if it likes sun if it likes shade just to do some experimenting before I commit to where some of these raised beds will go but that is my ultimate plan for the yard is to have this pathway through raised beds of medicinal herbs and pollinating like wildflowers to pot for the pollinators. Um, I've often thought about getting bees, but I don't know if I have time for that undertaking right now. So my goal is to try to just draw some more pollinators to our yard with uh, planting some native flowers for them. So that is what has been what's going on. And we will then talk about uh, deity work, which is something that I've been reading about and thinking about a lot this past week as I've been working more with Bridget in preparation for Imbolc. So the topic that I wanted to talk to you about today is deity work. And this is something that came up for me as I was preparing my in bulk celebration and wanted to incorporate more of Bridget. Bridget is the Celtic goddess associated with the season and the celebration. And I wanted to incorporate her more into my work. And as I was doing that, I realized that I felt like what I was doing. And then in retrospect, what I think a lot of people do is plug a deity into their spell work or their ritual work as if they were another correspondence, as if they were a crystal or an herb, a color, anything that we are associating with the work that we're doing tends to get just plugged in there and called upon. And that ended up feeling a little disrespectful to me as I had heard it referenced that 
why if you are calling on a deity it's because you believe they have power and they have the ability to hear you and honor you and honor your request and support the work that you're doing and it's similar I've heard it said to like if you live next door to someone for 10 years and you've never introduced yourself you've never had a conversation you've never talked to them shared a meal And then you go on and knock on their door and demand something from them. And how likely is it that they're going to respond to that? It's not very likely and they probably shouldn't. And I think deity work feels similar to me. That it feels a little surface level to just plug a name of a deity. And even if on the, uh, you know what they like are corresponding to, what they're about and that they work with what you're trying to accomplish if you don't have a relationship with them it's it feels unlikely that they would respond or participate or support the work you're doing so I did some thinking about deity work and while I did incorporate Bridget into my inbook celebration it was more honoring Bridget and less calling on Bridget so I think that's the first step that I thought about when I reflected on how deity work could come about. And I think this goes for spirits and ancestors as well. Um, Instead of just requesting things, requesting things and making it about you and your work, really building a relationship with those that you intend to work with or would like to work with Um, and sort of doing that as pre-work to the actual spell, ritual, celebration, whatever it is you're planning. So some ways that I am planning to do some deity work, me specifically around Bridget, but this would go for any deity. I mean, the first step would be to determine who it is that you are hoping to work with and then how to reach out to them. And then the other option is also being aware of when maybe a deity that you aren't familiar with is reaching out to you. And if you're seeing signs around you being open to them, and conscious enough to recognize them and then figure out their meaning and who is trying to connect. But if you're trying to connect with someone, I think the first step is to do a little bit of research. So whether that's getting some books or just going online and finding out more about their history, about their attributes, their story, what they're about, um, and figuring out why they would associate with what you're hoping to do and how that fits in. And then taking it a step further even and researching the culture and the pantheon they come from and the myths of that culture and how the deity represented themselves to the culture that they came from and how people interacted then. And then I think the next step for me feels like communication and honor and building a relationship and digging deeper Um, before ever incorporating them or asking for anything in spell work. So for me, a few things that you could do to honor or build a relationship with a deity, one would be um, reflection and meditation. So once you know more about them, you know who they are, sitting in meditation and reflecting on those attributes, um, maybe reflecting on their story. If in your research you found either a small poem or some sort of process that historically was used to honor them, incorporating that into your work, um, using your own creativity to honor them. So whether that's writing something small to reflect what you've learned about them, um, whether that's a meditation or a poem, doing some artwork or craft around their imagery and how they represent themselves in the world. Um, For me, I created a set of meditation beads with the colors green and yellow 
um, some little floral beads on there and a Bridget's cross. So created a set of Bridget meditation beads and wrote just a few lines um, in reflection of her attributes. So I will use that as a hopefully daily, maybe not so much every day, but pretty close to daily meditation in the morning where I can sit, use those beads. There's five main beads and I wrote five just brief lines of reflection and just kind of work through those a few times each morning and hope that that starts to build that bridge between her and I um, as a way to communicate and open the gates of communication with Bridget. Um, again, doing some artwork, putting that, whether you put that on your altar or just do it for fun. And then knowing their correspondences and building maybe a little deity altar in in honor of them. So whether that's on your main altar or a separate small altar somewhere in your house, figuring out their correspondences, whether that's an image and then colors, specific herbs or crystals, and building a small space in your home that you can sit in honor of them and reflect and again, work on that communication and bridge building. Um, and so I think those are just a few brief ways to start building a relationship and getting to know a deity. And I think that goes for spirits or ancestors as well. And then I, when you're doing spell work or doing ritual and you are calling on this deity, I think they're more likely to support you and participate and, help and work toward your outcome if they feel that you have been respectful and they're, you're someone they know as well. So just some brief thoughts I had today as I was doing work around in bulk with Bridget um, and what I came to the conclusion for myself was that Bridget is definitely a deity that I want to explore more. I am working within like a Celtic pantheon down the Celtic pagan path right now. Um, and she is one of their primary um, goddesses. Also a, a saint it became a human representation of the goddess within the Catholic faith. So there's a lot of elements to Bridget and I have a lot to learn. So I am starting with some research and doing some reading both about her specifically, um, both in the goddess form and in the saint form, um, because really I think those are, they are one in the same different representations of really the same thing. Um, and then also got some books about different Celtic myths and the Tua de Danan, which is the pantheon she comes from. So wanting to do some more research there and then hopefully doing some more crafting around her and her likeness. Again, I made those beads and I'll probably make a few more sets of those. I did make some Bridget's crosses on Imbolc, um, which that was lovely. And then I have a plans to do, I like to watercolor and also do printmaking. So maybe doing a few different either paintings or prints of Bridget in her different representations. She is a triple goddess, so maiden mother crone. She also has different representations um, as the goddess of the forge, goddess of poetry, goddess of fertility, goddess of healing. So different representations of the same deity. And I will do some work around that. And then just being out in nature and especially this season of spring where she's really associated with, uh, but just trying to build that relationship throughout the year. So I'll continue growing and learning with this one deity, which I don't know that you have to commit yourself to one. It's probably not the best thing to do right away, but I want to explore one at a time and not just kind of deity hop from one person to another, depending on what I'm working on. Um, 
And so I'm going to start my path with Bridget and then see what comes about. Because there is also, I think, the element, like I said before, of deities reaching out to you. So just being open to the signs. You may want to work with one deity, but someone else is trying to work with you. So just observing the world around you and seeing what's coming up and who might be reaching out. Um, But that is just some thoughts on deity work. And as I do some more learning, I might pop back on with more about that. But that is the starting point for me is just doing some research, um, some relationship building and some honoring work before incorporating a deity into my spell or ritual work. So thank you for listening today. And we will go into the card pool. And now for the card pull for today, I am using, so I recorded all of that in my car on my way to work. Um, and I don't have one of my normal uh, Oracle or tarot decks with me, but I do have a little pocket deck in my purse. I don't know why it kind of has been in there for a while called Goddess on the Go. And it is a little kind of affirmation um, Oracle deck around the goddesses. So let us see what we pull today. All right, and so we have pulled a card, and it is a little like watercolor painting of a cliff and a seashore, and a mermaid with the bright kind of curly red hair and a little starfish next to her, and she's resting on the cliff, staring out to out to sea, and it says the quote on here just says, "I am a unique manifestation of the goddess," and if we go look at the little book. Oh, well, I've lost the little book. Um, So what we've got today is that idea of being a unique manifestation of the goddess. Um, And for me personally, I'm thinking about, again, with Bridget as a goddess that I resonate with and want to embody more of. And just how do those attributes show up in my life? So that is what I'll be reflecting on uh, for today. All right. I hope everyone has a great week. Bye.